Hi, you with Julian on the brown note after a brief hiatus and Roe versus Wade part two because um, I only posted about I've been I've had flu twice in a month and a new job and I haven't posted anything for ages but only a couple of months ago I posted about Roe versus Wade and back then even this close I had no idea that the crazy bastards would actually do it for a number of reasons. Uh, the most primary reason is that they were, with the war in Ukraine trundling on, um, they were the Republicans were looking really good for taking back um, the House of Representatives in the midterms. So it's a pretty crazy thing to have done. Um, so obviously the Supreme Court, which has been stacked by uh, Donald Trump, to lean conservative, even though it's supposed to be the most impartial body, judicial body in America, um, has been completely destroyed and has now become uh, a, a, a wing of the extremist Republican Party. Um, the appointments of, of the judges is the first thing I want to concentrate on. The number one thing that has to happen here is these new appointees, maybe three of them, need to be impeached. It's one thing for a politician to lie, but someone that's the highest judge in America to lie? Their confirmation hearings that went to the Senate and Congress and the public, three of these judges swore blind that they were not going to repeal Roe versus Wade, the 1974 ruling which allowed uh, a constitutional interpretation of the 14th Amendment to allow abortion on demand for American women, which has been for the last 50 years a talisman of the hard right to repeal it. As part of their culture wars more than even religion. Back then, the evangelical Christians didn't actually oppose abortion, believe it or not, and neither did most of the Republican Party. So if you can't impeach a high judge for lying to the public and Congress and the Senate about their intentions, where they claim, after under repeated questioning, that do you in turn overturning Roe versus Wade, and they give every indication they don't, and then they immediately do. Why is that not a high crime? Surely these people need to be held accountable for lying on the way to becoming the highest judicial court in America. Did I turn the microphone off? I did. If you can't be <laughs> if you can't be impeached and every decision you've made be overturned for that, I don't really understand what you can be impeached for. The other thing is uh, the 14th amendment has been applied to a lot of uh, human rights whether it's gay rights, whether it's women's rights, the 14th Amendment doesn't really mention anything at all. It just sort of goes by, you know, well, live and let love. Um, it's, it's an anathema to, well, as has been borne out, it is open to being slayed by partisan hacks like these six Supreme Court judges. The Constitution, or the law needs to be amended to specifically mention race, sexuality, abortion, and all of these things. The 14th Amendment was never enough. And that's been proven because we've got these hacks come in and dismantle it. 
Despite being appointed by a president that never won the majority of American voters. So decisions are being made in America today that the rest of the world is shocked by that makes you look like the Taliban. And it's a, a small minority of Americans that are doing it over the will of the majority. So that's something you might want to look at. The Supreme Court itself is, is hopelessly compromised. The idea of the Supreme Court is you've got this balanced judiciary at the top of the level of governance in America that will decide based on precedence, based on um, a moral and ethical judgment, not on partisan politics. We've seen the Republican Party stack the court and get the outcome on policies that they want. It's, it's got is compromised. It's either time. It's time, probably, for the Supreme Court to change. Uh, what's happened over the last decade is an abomination for justice and everything the Supreme Court stands for. And make no bones about it: this this hard right, this Taliban-esque hard right, are the enemy of America. They haven't stopped fighting the civil war. There's virtually no progress in any area that's ever been made where they have ever given up fighting to overturn it. You would have been better, America, to let those states that wanted to fight the Civil War form their own country. Imagine how far ahead you'd be now without having that dragging you down, that ball and chain. They're fighting most of the same battles. They, go, they haven't quite gone as far as... Let's um, reintroduce slavery yet, but they are still fighting the teaching of evolution, which was one of the first battles, the first anti-science battles they ever fought in the late 1800s, early 19th century, 1900s. They actually fought to stop the teaching of evolution in schools. They've not stopped that. They've not stopped virtually anything else. So don't, you know, <laughs> what, what might they come for next? Um, well, we know because Clarence Torrance is, uh, Thomas is the, the leading dissenter has said that he um, believes similar judgments as the Roe versus Wade decision, which are interpretations of the 14th Amendment, should be reviewed. And the only reason you'd review them is cancel them, which includes gay rights, sodomy laws, uh, even contraception. The irony of them actually uh, looking at contraception laws whilst forcing women to carry a baby to term is quite mind-blowing and the optics um after a wave of gun violence in america as well is uh jaw-dropping uh one of the reasons that clarence said that um roe versus wade should be struck down was actually crap completely wrong as part of the supreme court friday decision to overturn roe versus wade and the nationwide right to abortion, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote in his concurring opinion that the medical procedure is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and tradition. That's one of the standards used to determine if a right falls under the 14th Amendment due process clause that Roe v. Wade previously determined abortion did because of a woman's right to privacy. Except um, up until the late 19th century, Newspapers published bulletins for the procedure of abortion and companies sold drugs to induce them. In fact, by estimate, one in every five women ended pregnancies at the time 
Uh, and this is in the 1800s when abortion was very much legal. So yes, it does have a history of being legal in America, mate. We always feel like the Western world is progressing and then there's this break, which is the right wing of politics. If you have a favorable view, of, uh, like my most favorable view of conservatism in politics is they want ultimately the same things as the left, but for society to progress at the same time, uh, at a pace it's comfortable with. What we've got in the modern era is completely different to what conservative is. Conservative is the opposite of an ideologue. What we've got now is ideologues seeking to dramatically revert to change as part of their ideology. My own thoughts on abortion are very simple. One, it's not my business. Two, uh, if you're looking at the uh, scientific medical side of things, uh, what constitutes a human life? For me, it's a contiguous, connected brain with functioning organs and a fired up consciousness, which happens about 28 weeks into a pregnancy. So, and anything else is a complete lie. Uh, there is no personhood without a functioning brain or a connected central nervous system. There is no viability without functioning organs. You are looking at about 28 weeks in. So up until 24 weeks, I am for abortion in any circumstance, uh, as many times as you want, even for contraception. The only reason you're not is religion. And I support your right to your religion. And you also support the same thing I do, which no one else gets to tell you what to believe. And no one is stopping you from not having an abortion. So I'm completely and utterly for it. Uh, I understand that um, it's much more than that. It's about controlling a woman's body and a woman's sexuality, which used to be controlled completely by men. <coughs> and, um, you know, those olden day men still exist amongst us. They just aren't allowed to get as way, away with as much as they used to get away with. But they would if they could, and they're trying. Back in the 1950s in America, when abortion wasn't legal under the Constitution, around 2 million illegal abortions happened a year. Abortion will always happen. All you're doing is you're saying that we will criminalize a woman for getting pregnant whilst not punishing a man for doing exactly the same act as she did, and that that woman is actually nothing more than an incubation system for a baby. A baby I will have nothing to do with, a baby I won't offer universal health care to, a baby I won't offer free college education to, a baby I won't offer its parents any form of uh, paying wage job, usually given how much this impacts lower wage people, a baby I won't guarantee their rights on any level, including if they're a woman or if they're gay. It is about controlling women. It's about controlling a woman's sexuality. This I thought was a, a really interesting post about the nubbinness of what's going on. Reasonable people can disagree about when a zygote becomes a human life. That's a philosophical question. However, regardless of whether or not one believes a fetus is ethically equivalent to an adult, it doesn't obligate a mother to sacrifice her body autonomy for another, innocent or not. 
Body autonomy is a critical component of our human rights. Consider a scenario where you're a perfect bone marrow match for a child with severe aplastic anemia. No other person on earth is close enough to a match to save the child's life and the child will certainly die without a bone marrow transplant from you. If you decided you didn't want to donate your marrow to save the child for whatever reason, the state cannot demand the use of any part of your body for something you don't consent to. It doesn't matter if the procedure required to complete the donation is trivial or if the rationale for refusing is flimsy or arbitrary or if the procedure is only the only hope the child has or if the child is a genius or a saint or anything else the decision must be voluntary this right is even extended to a person's body after they die if they don't voluntarily commit to donate their organs while alive their organs cannot be harvested after death regardless of how useless those organs are to the deceased or how many lives they would save, that's the law in America today. Use of a woman's uterus to save a life is no different from the use of a bone marrow to save a life. It must be offered voluntarily. By all means, profess your belief that providing one's uterus to save a child is morally just and refusing is morally wrong. That's a defensible philosophical position, regardless of who agrees or disagrees, but legally... It must be the woman's choice to carry out the pregnancy. She may choose to carry the baby to term, she may choose not to. Either decision could be made for all the right reasons or wrong reasons or anything in between, but it must be her choice. And protecting the right of body autonomy means the law's on her side. Supporting that precedent is what being pro-choice means. There is something quite obscene about forcing a woman to grow a baby inside her for nine months and then look after it quite in 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 almost different to all other kinds of rights the states that are banning abortion many of them are banning it in cases of rape or incest so if your father rapes you or your neighbor rapes you you have to have something growing inside you that merges your dna with the rapists until you give birth and then you've got a child that is half your rapist and half you. I can't think of a more obscene thing to do to a human being. Let alone telling that baby 10 years into their life that they were a product of the dad raping the daughter. This has always been about a woman's sexuality, but it's always been about a culture war, which is the polarisation of American politics. One side has its issues, its hot-button issues, and it will never let go of any of them. And Roe versus Wade was the crystallisation of that. Trump was right. Trump's come out and said something quite savvy, which is, um, like, Trump's being credited with being the guy that got Roe versus Wade overturned. The pro-choice guy who flipped to being anti-abortion when he stood for government. Government. Do you guys just not even care? Like, this is like the least anti-abortion pro-Democrat you could find, and he just flipped to being anti-abortion. But he's come out and said, um, the Republicans shouldn't have done this because it's going to cost them the midterms, in, in so many words. And... 
Yeah, he's, he's showing a bit of political nous here. This is what I, the most cynical side of me. I swore blind that the war in Ukraine would be over in two months and it's looking like I was very wrong here. Primarily because it's hurting the West so much. Uh, the cost of living has gone through the roof. It's hurting the third world even worse. The supply chain of things like bread. Um, that it's unsustainable for the Western world to just continually do what they're doing, which is not suing for peace, but continually supporting the longevity of this hugely damaging war. The only people who are, this is all happening inside Ukraine, so we're just supporting more destruction of Ukraine. It, it's an obscenity, but I thought, there's no way that America will do this, but then I underestimated just how vicious the military-industrial complex was. Because I said it will cost them the midterms. And we all know, after eight years of Obama, that if the Republicans have control of any House, they will vote 100% to oppose anything the Democrats do. So, disaster. But maybe they had a silver lining checkbook here, which was, um, this is going to galvanize Democratic voters, particularly in these Republican states. Trump said that these suburban housewives that came out and destroyed him, maybe not to his uh, full usage of the English language, but that won the last election, were going to come out because of Roe versus Wade being overturned. And I, I believe they are. This is like the golden gift for the Democrats. They're playing with fire. I mean, with such an extreme Republican Party... They're playing with fire here. They should be suing for peace in Ukraine. Before August. And then going out of their way to campaign on Roe versus Wade. Now, another element to look at here is why do the right always win these battles? They don't have anything like the majority. More than 60% of Americans support abortion and have done for four, four decades. The reason is this, they focus on an issue and they all religiously join in. They all point the same way, while the left flounders around and says, I'm not, like in Australia we've got the Greens and Labour, could have destroyed the right wing of politics, but the Greens and Labour, one side saying, oh you're not doing enough in our direction, so we're going to block this, and so they never, they never, they're never on the same page. The right are, the right didn't care that they voted for a racist, brutal, misogynist, thrice-married, lying, hypocritical basket case like Donald Trump because he was for overturning Roe versus Wade. They had one issue, and they did it, despite probably 28 or something percent of Americans wanting to overturn Roe versus Wade. The left and the center need to wake up. They can't keep having their... They, they, they need to focus on an issue and fight it. Regardless of someone... If someone's doing it 100% the way you want, you keep losing to the right. The right in America, the old white male hierarchy, has got smaller and smaller, and yet they keep winning these ideological battles. And it's less about religion than, than the culture wars. It really is about redefining what America is. They want this white bread America where things like abortion are banned and gay marriage. It isn't really a religious proposition. 
So where to now? Well, they're obviously going to go after everything because there's just no shame in these people. And um, they believe that they have to wind back America to some invented 1950s. And they're going to keep doing it, but it's also going to cost them any popular vote in any election going forward. And that's the plus point. People are saying the ramifications are global and they are and they aren't. In a country like Australia or the UK, where we've had our populist pro-Trump leaders, we're very different countries. You look at the UK Conservative Party, they've been pro-action on climate change since the start of the 2000s. They aren't the same. You aren't getting anywhere in the UK with anti-abortion laws. You aren't getting anywhere in Australia with anti-abortion laws. That kind of hardline right-wing religious zealot belongs in the same sort of marginal bracket as One Nation or the United Australia Party where you might get 4 or 5% of the vote. The only reason that we had two liberal governments after Tony Abbott was because uh, they both pretended to be centrist. And when they drifted further to the right, they got absolutely annihilated at the last election lost the liberal party lost half their seats even going slightly in this direction where it is bad is, is places like latin america latin america is now leading america when it comes to um progressive politics which is just mind-blowing but in places like ecuador where they routinely jail a woman for being uh, for having a miscarriage for 30 years it is dangerous I don't think that most of Latin America will have enough of an energized base to go backwards. And it's always really sad to see uh, progression go backwards. But the places that are still fighting to get it in the first place, they will be turning to America and saying, oh, look, America, the most powerful country in the world. They've just gone down this road. Latin America's the most Catholic place on earth outside of the Vatican and they they're starting to pass more and more progressive laws on gay marriage abortion all of these things and America's going backwards I want to play out on this I don't know how well the sound will come out I don't know who the lady is she says absolutely everything that I want to say in one minute of rising power so hopefully it comes out to some degree, or at least you can hear her. Adios. These comments might be strong, but it's how I genuinely feel. Um, I don't care that you're a Christian. I don't care what the Bible says. Like, I feel like it's a clown show, like sitting here trying to decipher what your little mythical book has to say about these very real political issues, right? I don't care if you're Christian. In fact, I will fight for you to have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe in that. I don't believe in Christianity, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. I don't care what the Bible says. You have every right in the world. All those women who identify with your religion have every right in the world to not get an abortion, to not take birth control, but they do not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your goddamn religion. I'm so tired of having nonstop conversations about what the Bible says you live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, I don't care.
tell me, well, the Bible says this in this chapter, in this verse, I don't care. I don't care. I don't believe in it. And I have the right based on our constitution to not believe in it.